Welcome to another episode of the Basketball Delights podcast. Um, the season is, what did we say, Chris, a week away? Yep, a week from today. Um, so it's been an exciting off season. We didn't get to cover a lot of that yet because we our uh, top 100 list from ESPN kind of took up three episodes, which was good. Um, so if you haven't listened to those, feel free. You know, if you're looking for takes on your favorite random players, um, that is the pod for you. Um, anyways, Chris, yes, yeah, so very um, interesting off season. I'll kind of let you direct since you, you, you told me you wrote some stuff down you wanted to go over. Um, I guess, yes, we can just kind of start there. What's the first thing you got, either chronologically or kind of the first thing you definitely want to talk about? Um, I guess well, we've kind of put it off for a long time, and I think it's the thing that's kind of kind of dominated the off season, and um, felt like we were all kind of waiting for something to happen. And I think you and I both said this thing is definitely going to happen, and everybody I think expected it to happen, and then yep. nothing ended up happening, and that was Kevin Durant getting traded. Yep. And I think to, and I guess I don't want to speak for you, but um, I think we were both pretty shocked that he ended up not getting traded. Yeah, and I think it's gonna. We're all kind of now waiting to see um, how the next season is gonna play out, and just how maybe more specifically how he and the whole you know because apparently he said he wants Steve Nash fired, and now Steve Nash is <laughs> still his coach. So I wonder yeah. how that's gonna play out. And I mean, we all act like we know Steve Nash, and oh, he's such you know an easygoing, relaxed guy, but. I mean, honestly, we don't know any of these guys at all, so oh, that's yeah. still kind of PR teams exist for a reason. <laughs> so whoever's doing Steve Nash PR, uh, I want to hire them because <laughs> his reputation. Yeah, like you said, there's no way to know. It was Kobe, and I mean, that's I, all those people who said that are right. That's the last time I can think of it, mm-hmm. and... Uh, so, I mean, and that's, you know, 16 years ago or something when he said he wanted to go to Chicago and, um, you know, he didn't, obviously. So I, this the whole Durant thing, it's kind of annoying that we did all this talk and it just, and nothing ended up happening. Yeah. I feel like he just got all of our time. Um, but, I mean, I think I'm glad he's back just because it's kind of fun when there's one team that's just so chaotic and we have no idea what's going to happen and, also, I kind of want to see these guys all play together, and I think they could. They would potentially be great, but they also have the potential to just kind of explode at any time. Yeah. And I think the league needs that. So, um, I don't know, kind of what was your thought on maybe him just wasting all of our time, but also him just giving us something to talk about? Yeah, I don't know. Durant's one of those guys It's hard to – because he's just – I never – I don't know. He's one of – he's like the first guy I can think of that – you know, the beef isn't with, like, you know, athletes been beefing with writers forever, but as far as, like, beefing with social media, that's obviously a new thing, and Kevin Durant was kind of the first guy, so I don't know. I wouldn't even be surprised if it was some big whole charade just to annoy people, or I don't know. He, I just, I don't get that dude. I, I 
I'm never going to probably because I'm never going to be his friend or anything. So I'll just be sitting here not understanding him. But if I guess if there's, it feels like if there's any guy to like have this happen, I feel like it'd be him. If that makes sense, kind of like. Not to say a lot of his stuff is like fraudulent or anything, but he already does have that on his resume of being kind of corny and not actually as powerful as he thinks he is, maybe, as far as, you know, maybe not getting recognition for those titles, that kind of thing. So, I, I don't know. It's It was a weird scenario. I'm always happy to see the Nets kind of fall apart, but like you said, it'll be fun to... It'll be interesting to watch them. Um, I know it's early in preseason, but Ben Simmons still was... And what I saw has been playing incredibly passive, which is kind of funny because it's not not my guy to defend anymore, which is very nice. Um, I get what you're saying about Durant. Like, it's, um, it's he the whole, you know, going after people on Twitter, and it's like, I wouldn't do that if I was him, but, I mean, you never know what you would do if you're because you're never going to be in that situation. But also, if you just want to tell him, like, you're better than all these people you're fighting with. Like, these guys are just, like, losers that are sitting yeah. in their basements going after, like, why do you care? But yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, who, I don't it's, it's hard. Like, you just want to tell him, like, grow up, you know? But, again, I mean, you know, it's his decision. You know, we can't tell him how to run his life, but it's just, at the time, it's so frustrating. But Yeah, you know, I couldn't I imagine a million people talking about me all the time. Like, could you imagine, yeah, that's what, like, being I mean, able to just search your name and, like, always something will be added you won't you won't go five minutes without a new tweet about you that has to be crazy like i i i've read read somewhere where it's like the human brain is not evolving as fast as the technology as far as this whole social media thing which that's a whole other ball game but i don't know i just couldn't imagine being able to be like oh what are people thinking of me and every minute have something new like it's just insane yeah, and we think oh they make so much money they don't, but i mean they are still people like yeah and I, I, I mean we think all oh, that you know the millions of dollars like you know takes away all that but i mean they're yeah again they're still i mean they so yeah it's 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 a really weird complicated situation that you know we're not smart enough to totally understand but yeah. you know it's it's got to be so hard and like i mean he doesn't he's not married he doesn't have kids but imagine you know like you know, they say something about your, you know, wife or your kids. So it's it's a really weird situation that, again, most normal people, and we're, again, we're all normal people, but you're not supposed to be able to deal with that level of fame. And I always think, like, LeBron, like, you can score, like, 40 and 15 and 10, and people will be like, yeah, but you didn't take the final shot. Like, yeah. what, what do you – the guy's not perfect. Nobody's perfect. So, yeah, it's, it's such a weird world that those – these people are – you're not supposed to be this famous. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not normal. Did you? Yeah, I mean, he. Oh, go ahead. But you, he, I mean, you think like if he doesn't necessarily like all that attention, he made himself like he caused himself a lot more attention this off season. Yeah. So it, it's weird. I don't know. But again, so what were you gonna say? I was about to switch to ask you which team you'd like to see him on, but I will say first. Um, I don't. Part, again, I don't know Kevin Durant, so I don't. I feel like a jerk. Like, but like, it almost seems like he. I could see it coming out where he was like, at the end of the day, he's like, I didn't actually wanted to trade. I was trying to show everyone 
how toxic, blah, 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 or, like, I'm playing chess, not checkers. And it's like, no, you weren't, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Can't you, like, just see him, like... No, I, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. And he gets bailed out by being teammates with Kyrie, by the way, because Kyrie will get the focus of what's this guy talking about more than Durant's going to get. Like, if it was just Durant and, like, I don't know, if it was, like, Dame instead of Kyrie, like... Durant would be the big weird. They've just got the three. They get, right now they could probably got the three what weirdest guys in the league as far as either what's going on in your head or what's going on with off the court or what's going on with on the court. Like it's just so. It's such a. It's got to be such an interesting locker room between Ben, Kyrie, and Durant. Nash was just sitting at home, you know, in Phoenix where we live, just nice, relaxed lifestyle, sitting with his millions, and now he's like, "What did I walk into?" Yeah, for real. But yeah, no, I, I mean, I there's, I'm sure there's conspiracy theories of he only requested Steve Nash to be fired because Kyrie didn't like him and stuff. I'm sure that's out there. And yeah, I know. It's... I mean, I remember the talk about Kyrie was going to take the mid level, which I I honestly wanted to see because I'm in the mindset play for of the Lakers, yeah yeah because I'm in the mindset of I want Kyrie to win the ring or I'm not Kyrie. I want LeBron to win as many rings as he can right now. If it's not Philly, I want them to win. But so that would have been interesting. But yeah, because if he has six, and Jordan has six, then people, it's always yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, that and the the Nets are just. It has to be stressful to be a fan of that. Maybe we'll have my get my friend Griff back on the pod so we can like, if he needs to have a little rant session. No, but it's just so much going on. I can't even keep up with it, but. Um, what team I would, I think just because I think it would be fun and because they've never been good in my lifetime, I think him on the Knicks would be kind of fun. Oh yeah. I'd like that too. Just because I don't know, you and I, because we like all sports and because the garden is so like, and because Ali fought at the garden and just so many like concerts at the garden. I just, I don't know. I think him at the garden 41 times a year would be really cool. So I don't know. And just if he, cause if he could make the Knicks good. Again, he's already probably going to finish as a top, you know, I and mean, he and I be like a top 15 player of all time. But yeah, if he wants to make a case for, you know, one of the, like a Mount Rushmore player, if he could win the Knicks a title. Oh, then, yeah, so that I, would be. I, I think him on the Knicks would be really cool. I don't think he'll ever do it. No. But I think that would be really cool. Brings me back to the, uh, the old photoshops of uh, Zion, Kyrie, and uh, Durant. <laughs> from, yeah. From 2019. <laughs> And they got, who would they even get in that draft? I can't remember. 2019. Oh, Barrett. Was that the, Barrett's yeah, a hard. But, yeah, it's, it's like Barrett, Randall, and whoever instead of those three guys. Um, fans mad that they missed out on um, Donovan Mitchell, though. Like, I'm sure just because New York people are never happy. It's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's tough. I would, as much as it's crazy to be a, um, Nets fan right now. I do not think I could be a Knicks fan. My goodness, did you know? Did you see that thing about Barrett being the first rookie that they signed, or the their first first round pick they signed to a second contract since like the nineties or something? That's that's bizarre. I mean, like, I, like it makes sense. Well, like, can no, you it think of sense? But it does make sense. like, can you think of any? No. <laughs> Yeah, it's just... Hang on, let me see if I can find it. Because yeah, they just always... Uh, back in the Isaiah days, they always would trade them. 
year, or they would just they would just whiff, and the guy by his third year, you'd be like, yeah, he's really not an NBA player. We just missed on this one. Oh my gosh, the last draft, the last Knicks draft pick to sign a multi-year contract with with them after his rookie deal was Charlie Ward, who was drafted in nineteen ninety four. The Florida State quarterback. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Mitchell Robinson broke the streak this summer because he he must have signed his yeah he signed his before Barrett. Uh. Wow, Charlie Ward, that's a ninety four. That's yeah. I mean, because they just it's like slow down for a second, which they finally did. It, I guess it kind of feels like, although they, yeah, I mean they got stuff for Porzingis, but they, they kind of. You can't zig when everybody else is also zigging, right? So they figured out the whole be patient thing when every other team is doing it, right? So kind of like that thing I said last time or a few times ago about um, a lot of teams having 2022 on their – as their destination of like part of a five-year plan, and it can't be everybody, you know? Yeah. So I don't know, Nick. I don't know what the Knicks are. They'll be – They'll be okay, I guess. Well, I guess the other, like, the second biggest storyline that we, ne- we haven't really hit on, we can just touch on really quick, um, has to do with them. Of, I guess the second, he wasn't a free agent, but he um, was the second biggest player that was kind of always available. Um, was Donovan Mitchell, who everybody kind of thought was going to be a Nick. He was spotted, I think, a lot of the summer in New York City. And I heard... Oh, Chris, you're still there? Shoot. Like a lot of the young guys in the Cavs, like Evan Mobley and um, Darius Garland and stuff. Yep. So they got him for Colin Sexton and I can't remember who else. Markinen um, and a bunch of firsts, I think. Let me just find it. Yeah, and I I think that's fine. I'm not a big Colin Sexton guy. He's definitely like the lesser of the two guards. Um, so I'm really happy for Cleveland and um, Utah, I I mean, just what an awful roster. Um, Time to tank. And, yeah, and um, we get we'll talk about the guy they're tanking for later. Yes. Yeah. I watched Blake twice last week, and wow, that is that is a unique, unique talent. Missing um, out, and um, I said this last time, but um, if they had gotten him, their backcourt would have been maybe a small backcourt. Yes, I was surprised, or not surprised, but um, excited for Cleveland because I like a lot of those young guys, and this trade I thought kind of came out of nowhere for Cleveland, mm-hmm. but um, I think they could be a real contender in the East, maybe not this year, but I think in the next few years, that's a team that has a chance to maybe make a title run um, You know, in two to three years with Garland and... Mitchell and Mobley. So, what are your kind of your thoughts? And were you maybe surprised that Cleveland was a team that was able to land Mitchell? Yeah, no, I definitely didn't expect them. I think, um, but it didn't seem like a lot of suitors really came out. Like it was almost like the Knicks were like, "Hey, we're not going to negotiate," you know, against ourselves here. And then their stubbornness made them lose out, right? 
But like you said, it would be a very small backcourt over in New York, so I don't know. I don't hate it for them to not get him because, again, still early in his career, so it's hard to know if, you know, New York acquiring him is, like, not to put down Mello, but not quite the super-duper star, right? You're, you're leveraging everything for, you know, kind of a guy that's not going to be the best player on a title team. Whereas if you're Cleveland, it makes way more sense because, you know, kind of a plug-in scorer, shooter, you know, very dynamic player. And if you can figure out the defensive thing, which, like we've always said, was his calling card out of college. Um, so I like I kind of like that fit better in Cleveland where, you know, Mitchell if everything goes right, you know, he can be the second option to Mobley eventually, I think, or Garland or whoever. And I think we've covered it before where there's three possible outcomes and they're all pretty good, right? Of which guy decides is ends up being their number one, which is that's gotta be that's gotta be exciting, right? It's almost like if things you know, it's like worst case scenario, Donovan Mitchell's your number one option which is not a bad thing, especially with your supporting cast. Um, and that's just if Mobley and Garland don't pop like people expect. So I like it for Cleveland, basically, long story short, um, because, you know, Mitchell is that tier of player, at least right now, that is not doesn't have to be the savior for the Cavs because I don't think he could be a savior, especially if that's his role in uh, New York. You know, it's a good point about um, them. You're kind of like negotiating against themselves. It's yeah. like everybody knows you want him. So, like, you're, yeah, it's that's a good point. They were almost like they didn't want to offer too much, but it's like we know you. So, yeah, that's, and then Cleveland's kind of like, hey, how about this? We can actually offer you the best player, probably. And yeah. once RJ signed that extension, I was kind of like, okay, now you're out of it. So, yeah, that's, I hadn't thought about that. And, yeah, it would have been almost like mellow. Like, yeah, you're really good, but you're never going to win titles. But you want to give up your whole franchise, so. Yeah. So, which is, it's hard to, it's hard. Because, you know, you obviously can't win the title every year. And that's not always a reasonable ask. But at the same time, sometimes it's like, well, can we just be relevant? Like, at this point, if you're the Knicks, I think that's what you want. So, I don't know. Yeah, it was, uh, but and it was weird because you, we knew that Utah wanted to get rid of him, so it's almost like yeah. there were two teams that one team wanted him desperately and one team wanted to get rid of him desperately. So why couldn't they have come to a, you know, a good solution? But then one team just kind of swooped in. So I think yeah. I don't know. I think it was kind of a, like a win-win-win. Like you, I, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of okay I would agree with what the Knicks got. Like they got Jalen, and I don't know. So yeah, we'll see. But um, I don't know. One more that um, I kind of was really bummed about, but I think may not be the worst thing in the world, mm-hmm. um, is Chet Holmgren, Holmgren, I don't know why I like didn't the say his name there, um, like. number two pick in the draft, got hurt in, uh, um, it wasn't like a preseason game, it was like a, it was like it a pro it was like a league game almost, yeah, um, it was like a pro league game, yeah, um, he got a laser frank, wasn't that what it was, injury on in his foot, I think um, so, and he's now going to be out for the entire season, um, which is just such a bummer because I was so yeah. excited to watch him. But I don't know. I I mean, we 
saw Embiid miss an entire year. We saw Simmons miss an entire year. I mean, this happens. And also, if they're able to get the number one or two pick in the draft, OKC, that's not going to – I mean, that's obviously going to be a good thing. I just don't know if they're going to be bad enough. So, obviously, it's a bummer for him, and yeah. it's going to hurt his you know development and stuff. But if they can turn this into a, you know the, one of the top two picks in the draft and they're just able to tank for a year, that could – end up being good for them, but yeah. it's just, I don't know, I was really excited to see him play. Um, I don't know, I guess, I don't really know. I'm just, you're going to say you're bummed out, you know, I just, I don't know, yeah. I guess, what what else can you add to this? Well, a couple things, so, what pick do you think, you know, given all of their draft capital, um, what pick do you think they would have to get that they would still be able to trade up without having to include, like, a player? Like, I'm trying to think, in a draft like this where the top two are just so... And the top one is unbelievable. Um, like you said, we'll get to that. But, like, is it is it... To get to one, I don't know if they could... If they get the second pick, I don't know if they could flip two and four picks for the number one. Like, I don't know if the team would even do that. Yeah, it's... Like, ten? Um... Like, how many... Maybe I'm just wrong here, but... Let's do. Let's first. Let, let's start with uh, to get the first pick, and then next we'll see what we think about getting up to two. It's. A, I remember um, for people who you know care about the NFL. I remember the Jaguars um, GM that two years ago when Trevor Lawrence came out. He said that people were calling for the number one pick. Yeah, and he's the GM's like I just like I I and I wondered like how long did the phone call last because. The coach, Urban Meyer, literally took the job just because they had that pick. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's almost embarrassing to even make that phone call. So, yeah, yeah, I wonder this year, like, I mean, are you offering Chet? Like, yeah, you're, right. probably, you're probably offering Shay. I'm guessing. Yeah, like. But if any team could do it, I feel like it's OKC. Oh, exactly, exactly. That's why, yeah. Like, like. Maybe, maybe, maybe oh, like so no players. What do you think they would have to do if, the, like, number two and eight picks? Like, yeah, I mean, if you have the second pick, I think that's that's almost as good as like two ones because Scoot is really good. Yeah, He's, I yeah. mean, I've been hearing his name for a while. Like, he was the best player. I mean, he would have. He would have gone high last year. Like he's the best G League player yeah. that I think we're gonna have seen. Like he's better than Jalen. He's better than Atlas. So he's he's really good. So having that is better than having number one a lot of years. Okay. So I think that's that'd be really helpful. But so two yeah, no, I, number two and four of their firsts or like I just to get to I, one? it's hard because you don't want to be the GM that traded that lottery ticket. You know. That's exactly, exactly. Like, that's why, I mean, that's so hard. Like, in, in baseball, like, people are saying, you have to trade Shohei Otani, like, to get, but it's like, you don't want to be the guy that traded Shohei Otani. Like, yeah, they're exactly. like, oh, but you can, you can just totally revamp your franchise. It's like, yeah, but you're also the guy who traded him, you know? Like, you've, you've always heard, like, oh, you can trade LeBron. You, you can't be the guy who traded LeBron. So you can't be yeah. the guy who traded the pick that was going to be one by Yama. Like, that's what I know. It's like, oh, but you're gonna have the number one pick. It's like, but you're that guy who trades. So you know, like, that's what's you're always gonna be the guy who trades. I don't care if you win a title, 
you're the guy who traded him, you know? Because it's so interesting so, with all the picks that they have that, you know, another team could... It almost hurts... Not in Well, it almost hurts the Thunder that they have so many because they're... The other, you know, say it's the Kings or something, they're like, well, give me 11 first-round picks and... You know, or because they have so many, you know, and then the other thing mm-hmm. too is, yeah, it's just so it's because at that point, like for them, it's good because you don't. I mean, you can't use them all. This is why you do it. Like that's why you get them all. This exact scenario. Yeah, it's for that one. It's that for that once in a twenty-five years player, yeah. you know. And he, I mean, like I mean, we'll get to it another time, but. He has that potential. Like he, yeah. and I, I mean, he, he's special, Johnny. Like taller, he's special. taller Gobert with a jump shot and can dribble. What? <laughs> taller Gobert. He's got some Durant. He's got some. He's got some Akeem. He's he's got some dirt. He's got some. Uh, I don't know. He's this is an something. under. This is an underwhelming comparison, but it, it was like if uh, Gobert and. Um, those Michael Carter or not Michael Cheese, uh, Michael Porter, high school tapes. Remember when he was coming out? It was like if that was one guy, which is and seven four. Because Michael Porter's yeah. tape was so good, man. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we 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 always talk about his high school tapes. Yeah, it's. I mean, seven three without shoes on. Yeah, like, like you saw the picture next to Gobert, right? Like what? Yeah. I mean, it was. It's like when you see, like, Shaq next to J.J. Watt, and you're like, what? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, I mean, he's... The thing is, we need to give him a great nickname. Like, yeah, Wemby, Wemby's not really cutting it for me. Well, wait, do, yeah. you, do you think they said this... Uh, what do you think they said about Yao? Like, obviously, Yao didn't dribble like this, but... I mean, that's the only kind of comparison I can think of. That's true. To be that big and, like... More relevant back then, and Yao because, could Yao could shoot. You know what I'm saying? Like Yao, like not threes, but like, you know what I'm saying. That's true because in centers were like back to the basket centers were a thing. The maybe my favorite picture ever is Yao next to Shaq. Yeah, it's hilarious because he makes Shaq. different i don't think it was really the dribbling and the shooting thing as much yeah but this just like was porzingis called the unicorn or did just like kd call him that no i think he was like the first not the first but yeah i definitely remember but i mean he's not salt like he's not he's that's what's weird too is to think about porzingis and and go and kind of going back to chat the second reason I was, like, you know, kind of annoyed with the... Well, not annoyed, but, like, felt bad about the injury besides for Chet himself was the whole... It's a chance to to get, you know, Wembenyama light, you know, to see if that, you know, business model works in a player in the NBA, right? Because it just feels like Chet is just not as good Wembenyama, right? You know, so, I don't know. Yeah, he's like 80%. Like, he can shoot the threes, he can yeah. take guys off the, he can block, he's a great shot blocker. Like, so it would have helped to see, three. yeah, to like I said, see that kind of, 
um, type of player, how it would work. So, yeah, good point. Maybe we'll do, because we got to do a whole thing. I don't know. So next, okay, next thing then is, and then we'll get back to Wembenyama, then we'll wrap. What do you think they have to like? What would they have to trade? Like, what what pick would they have to get that they, you know, for a fact they could get number two? Like, is it? Because they, I, I remember they tried to trade up for Mobley. I believe. I mean, that's just whatever. Um, but I thought they wanted Cade. Well, I know it was one of them. So you think it's like, if they get five, like number five, would they do five and then the farm to try to get to number two, like seven picks or like you know what I'm saying like what kind of like what would it take? If you're, let's say you're a Thunder fan, what pick do you need them to get for you to be like, okay, we can get up to two? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know, like, the thing is, I don't know, like, if Shea is going to really want to, if he's going to be okay. Because I don't know if they're bad enough to get, like, the, you know, fifth pick in the draft. And also, like... Can you have Shea and Giddy and Scoot on the same team? Do you are you yeah. are you okay with the three guard lineup? Or like, yeah. is, are you and one guy, one of those guys come off the bench for their entire careers? That's what's weird. Yeah, I wonder if Shea would be. I don't know. I really don't know what's going to happen because. Because I mean, it, like last year, they they just at the end of the year were like, okay, you're just not allowed to play anymore. At, at one point, yeah. this guy's going to be like, hey, I want to play basketball. So I mean, if you put include him in a deal, I think if a team is like the second pick in the draft, they might be like, yeah, okay, well now you're giving us a guarantee. Well, I mean, like I think Scoot is pretty much a guarantee. Like I mean, yeah. what he did, he didn't play in the second game, he got hurt, but that first game, I mean, oh, that's yeah. imp- is impressive. Like an 18 year old game I've seen. And I don't know. I mean, like that—that that was unbelievable. So mm, okay. I mean, I mean, I think he's pretty much a guarantee. But if you include Shea and then you know give like, yeah, like you said, your fifth and then maybe two ones. I think that probably gets it done. Maybe you only need one one because I mean Shea's like an all star. So yeah, that's you don't true. also get an all star like in a pick, you know, for a rookie. Like so, it's so weird too because I guess. With that logic, theoretically, I mean, with because they what is it thirty picks, or something? It's not thirty, is it? It's like, it's at least twenty in the le- in the next like seven drafts. It's like twelve or something. Because I mean, they use like they traded like three last year, I think. Now I gotta look, because, you know, they do that deal and get Scoot at two. What's stopping them from being? Hey, here's Chet and ten picks. For number one. Like, what, you know, what if they just, like, got one and two? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's exciting. Like, there's, he's a once in a generation player, and they're the franchise that, I mean, it's almost like we said in Knicks, you know, going for 2022, they've been building for this. And the Thunder are going for this year's draft with one by Yama. So, hopefully. They can pull it off, and again, we don't know how bad they're going to be if they're actually going to tank, but I don't think they're good enough to not tank, so I think we're going to have a lot of teams tanking this year. Yeah, it's such a... I think we're going to... Like, the bottom bottom is the bottom, but then, like... I don't know. Let me look at the West. Because, again, this thing I always say, I've said it a thousand times, 
the rest of the team or the rest of the league has NBA players. So we got to remember that that roster is not actually that good. Well, Dort, Giddy, and Shea are all solid players. Um. Okay, so let's see who they'll definitely be better than. I mean, San Antonio might win four games. Yeah, they'll be better than the Spurs. They'll be better than the Jazz. That's pretty much a lock. Um, the rest of the playoff teams are all going to be trying to win. Timberwolves got better. Pelicans got better. Clippers are going to be better. Kings are going to be better, but, like, bad. But, like, not bad enough, which is classic Kings. Um... Blazers, I'd imagine, are going to be... They're not tanking. Um, The Lakers are just a total mystery. And then the Rockets. So, Houston's going to be awful. Yeah, so... I don't know. Yeah, like you said, it's hard to... Because I want to say that Thunder are going to be better than the Kings, but I think the Kings will win more games. You know what I'm saying? Like, Just for strategy or whatever reasons... So, in the West, it's one, the Jazz, Spurs, Kings, and Rockets, we think will be worse than the Thunder. So, that's already four teams. But then the East is going to be weird because no one is, like, there's no guaranteed horrible team, I don't think. Indiana and Orlando are not good. Okay, I'll give you Indiana, but I don't know. Orlando could be decent. Like, I'm just, I guess my point is, like, all these teams are, I don't know. I guess it's like that every year. Because someone will eventually start to tank. Well, they just added, they just added Bojan. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm going to have you guess the over-unders when we do the over-unders. Oh, that's Um, good, okay. So, Orlando's over-under is pretty low. What is it? I'll just do that one right now. 26? Uh, 29 and a half. Okay, well, they won 22 last year. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I, I don't know. The Pacers don't really have any players except for Halliburton. I think if I could pick a team for him to go to, I'd pick the Pacers. I think that'd be kind of cool. Like, it'd be lame, but it would be kind of cool. I don't know. Um, if that makes any sense. but Or maybe they'll be the team that trades in for chat and a bunch of stuff. That's what, like, I kind of, I think it'd be cool him and Chet just, like, a new Twin Towers. Dude, yeah, seriously. There's no really, like, great option. I don't know, like, I mean, I I want him to go to, like, the Warriors or something, which is never going to happen. Yeah, that'd be annoying. I don't know. The Spurs, it would be funny because it's like you get David Robinson to be relevant, then you get Duncan to be relevant, and then you're down and then you know three years out of relevance you get the next guy like that i mean they're gonna have the worst record like i think when we did the top 100 players i don't think there was a single spur kelvin johnson wasn't on there i don't think so that kind of surprises me i thought he was solid i don't know what do i know maybe but i don't remember even if that's one like that's not good (laughs) but they're gonna i think i'm I can almost guarantee they're going to have the worst record. But, yeah, that if they have the – you know, you get David Robinson, then you get Tim Duncan, and then you get him. Like, that's that's pretty incredible. And yeah. then if, you know, this is Pops last year, 
he leaves Wambayama for the next coach. That's that's a nice parting gift. Yeah, for real. Maybe like if Mac Jones ended up being like an all time great and Belichick just retires. Yeah. My goodness. Um Okay, so with the time we have left, you wanna just kinda of go into the what you kinda of actually break down Wembanyama instead of all this like <laughs> my favorite kind of stuff where it's theoretical weird trades. <laughs> yeah, um Oh, did you watch any of the two games last week? I didn't get to watch them in full. I did see, you know, the highlights where you're just like, um, what? This guy is 7-4. That's insane. Yeah, and, like, game one, he is 37. He goes 7 of 11 from 3. Yeah. And, I mean, it felt like he hit, like, 12 of them. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't, I mean, he, he kind of reminds me of, like, of Durant. Just, like, his, I mean, his pull-up three game and... I mean, the shot blocking is just, I mean, it's kind of another level. It's just easy. It yeah, that, and that's the thing about, like, Sco- like, Scoot went right at him, which was really cool. Yeah. And he just, I mean, like, he, you know, people got past him and stuff, like, you're not going to block every shot, but, yeah, the shot block, it was just, like you said, easy. I mean, because, again, you're 7'4", but he blocked shots that, like, he shouldn't block, like, even 9-footer shouldn't block. So, like, he's like, not a... He definitely wasn't, like, a weak side merchant kind of guy that just, like, hunts him. He was just straight up, like, even if I don't block it, yeah, you're no. not scoring kind of thing. Yeah, and, like, it was, he wasn't, you know, and, I mean, this is kind of not really a thing anymore, but they used to call, you know, European guys, like, soft. Like, no, he's a guy, like, he's going to be a tough guy in the league. Like, he's not going to take yeah. stuff from anybody. Like, he, when guys went right at him, he went right back at them. Like, at the, yeah. trying to, you know... And, like, guys would try to use the rim, like, to, you know, you, as, like, an extra, um, I can't even think of it, but, like, they would use, Defender. like, go, like, reverse to try to make it so he couldn't block their shot. And he would, like, duck his head and still block their shot. Like, he, he just that extra length that no other player in the league will have. Like, he's just, he's that extra instinct that most, it's so impressive. <laughs> so, um, like, if Boban was Durant. <laughs> Yeah, like, you'd think, like, the only guy in the league, yeah, that, and I've heard he can, um, he can, um, like, shake the rim standing on the ground. Like, that's, but yeah, 7'3", barefoot, and he wears, like, a 21 and a half foot or size shoe. Um, Jeez. That's, yeah. Um, it is weird that, like, he's never made the French national team. I don't understand mm. why. Like, he was on the... I, first time I saw him was on the U19 team where they played the U.S. Yeah. And again, he was... Ridiculous. Yeah, he went against Chet because that was when that yeah. first photo of him next to Chet, and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> thought, yeah, I thought saw Chet was seven feet tall. Who the heck is this guy? He did get, like... There was a guy named Kenneth Lofton Jr. Oh, who, yeah. <laughs> I think might have been a second-round pick, and he was... I mean, he kind of bodied him a little bit. That dude's awesome, and, though. Yeah, um, so, like, he made that team, but he's, he didn't make, like, the French national team any, like, the Olympics or anything, which I thought was a little weird, but, and, like, they've, I've heard, you know, they read off the stats and stuff, and he only plays, like, 17 minutes a game or something. So yeah, I yeah, I saw that, too, which is weird. They're kind of, like, protecting him and stuff, um, and I heard, like, his agent, they interviewed his agent during the game, and, um, and you probably heard, read, like, they're not going to kind of protect him, he's going to play this whole season and stuff, which... Again, he could not play another minute. Yeah. And he's so 
that, but so I really like that. I think he just is a kid who loves to play, you know, kind of, again, like Durant just loves to hoop. So I think that's really cool. But man, just anything like, and again, he didn't need to come over here and play because I felt like coming here, you're only going to expose stuff. Like nothing good can come from this. And obviously yeah. that was wrong. Only great stuff came from this, but man, he was, and his team like, isn't as good as, you know, the G League team. And they still almost won. Like, yeah, was, yeah. Was, it, like they were losing. And you they probably don't have any other first round picks. Yeah, that, I mean that yeah. team is kind of stacked, and his team yeah. is him and nobody. So, and they were down by twenty at one point, and they came back to make like a two point game, and that was just because of him. And again, it's one game, but he was just again he hit seven threes. If you told me he hit like thirteen, I would have been like, yeah, I felt like it was more than thirteen. Like he just every shot he hit, like every shot he took, it felt like he hit. It was just so. Man, it That's was insane. And, and um, the second game, Scoot hit his. He ran into um, one by on his knee, and like so, he missed the rest of the game. But like, could you imagine running into a seven four guy's knee? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> it's just, and it was such a bummer to not see him and play in the second game. But he showed me, like Scoot's showed me enough in the first game where I'm like, yeah, you're, you're the second pick in the draft. Like, so he was. I mean, he was not quite as impressive, but. Again, that's not saying much because it would be hard to be that impressive. But he showed a lot too. Just, yeah. I mean, the, the, his range, but both their range. I mean, again, like guys nowadays, the range they have, it's just. I mean, it's a Steph effect. But again, if you're seven three without shoes on, because I guess at the combine, you obviously you can measure with shoes on. So he's gonna measure like seven five probably. Oh um, yeah, yeah. It's okay. So I saw the quote from Richard Jefferson. If, which was, if he's in the draft with LeBron, he goes number one. What do you think? Did you? I don't know if you saw that. What do you think of that? Is that like true? Because um, that's that's wild. Because I'm trying to think. I'm going back to number one picks that were so slammed down. Because we know what LeBron is. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm uh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just thinking of past number one picks that, or prospects at least that. I'm thinking him or him, who am I taking? Trying to put myself in that mind space. Zion pops for me. I think you take Wembenyama over that because Luka, you take him over Luka. Davis, yeah. I mean, he's like if Davis was way taller and could dribble, you know, coming out. Yeah, Davis is the best I've seen personally because I was too young for LeBron. yeah. Um, Durant, it's like, well, he does what Durant does, but he's taller. Odin, like, he does what Odin does, he's just not as strong, but he can dribble. So it's like... They're so different. Yeah, they are different. And it was a different era, but... Odin was a basket center. Yeah. So, like... But, I mean, Odin, like, we, people have been saying since he was, like, a freshman, like, this kid's gonna be the number one pick. I just, like... And again, this isn't his fault, but I just don't you wish he was playing college basketball next year? Yeah, yeah. Don't you wish Scoot was also? Yeah, that'd be so. Like, sick. it's nice he's making money and stuff, but like, what if they were Kentucky and Carolina next year? Yeah, wouldn't that be so much fun? Yeah. But yeah, Davis is the best I've seen. Um, like he's the best shot blocking, best jump shot shot blocking guy I've ever seen. Like yeah. he blocked like five jump shots a game at Kentucky. Yeah, and I he's not he doesn't really do that anymore, which is weird. 
Like, him and Towns both are like not. They do. No, they don't do anything. They were that made them num- the number one pick, which is like weird. Yeah, like the low post moves Towns showed at Kentucky. I'm like, I have seen you do that once. Like <laughs> for real, it's so bizarre. I remember telling you like this guy. You you just won't believe this guy's post moves, and you're like, you mean does he do that? Like what do you what are you talking about? And <laughs> like no, I'm, I'm not lying. So yeah, it's funny, but. No, if you do that number one pick game, like, the Davis one, I just, like, it's weird to say, but you have to take one Miami. Like, oh, yeah. But the LeBron, I don't know, that the that Jefferson quote, like, I mean, people since he was in, like, seventh grade, it was like LeBron. It's just, I don't know, again, it's, it's just weird The again, you're, because of what he is now, it's just so hard to... You're obviously, like, holding on to that, but I don't know if I could take him. Again, I didn't see LeBron as a prospect, so I don't know what I would say, but I think I'd still have to go LeBron. Just his body, like... And again, like, he... I think as a junior, which I guess you could say as a junior won by Emma, but they both would have been the number one picks in the draft. Yeah, yeah. So that's a tough one. I'd have to think about that. And then real quick before we wrap, then what about? I love I love doing these games too. Which which drafts does Scoot go number one? So do you think he would have gone number one over Paolo? Yeah. Well, uh, okay. And then Cade. Um, that's a really tough one. Yeah, I think Cade was very. He was really hyped. Like he was hyped the whole time. He was kind of like from and like the, I loved Mobley, but like, yeah. um, like ten years ago, Mobley goes one, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I have to think. So like, I mean, not so nowadays. Obviously, Cade went over Mobley, but like, I, yeah, I have to think about the Mobley one. Um, I'll do a few more. Um, Edwards, he probably goes number one because that was a weird draft. Um. Zion, that's a tough one. I think you'd have to take Zion. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, it's not, actually not that tough. Because <laughs> Ja was, like, similarly amazing, and he was too. Um, 2018, was that? that was the Aiton year. You'd take him over. I don't yeah, know. I'd, I'd take him over Aiton. It's hard to get into that mindset of what they were then, you know. Um. Yeah, but like now, I mean, now looking back, you're like, how did Luca not go one? Yeah, well, that that would be the question: is would you take him ahead of Luca? But it's hard to again. Bag- yeah, now we know Bagley Luka. went before Luca. Um, I'll just do to fifteen. Let's start. Okay, Towns. He's probably coming off a national championship versus total stud point guard. It's hard to know. Yeah, I mean, see now, like if we do what Towns is now based on what we think. So, like, if, if you change the game to what we know Towns is now to what we think Scoot could be, I think you do Scoot. Oh, I'd agree, yeah. Because Towns is, like, not an all-star. Like, I mean... Only... Yeah. Can't miss guys. How often do you say that? Which, I guess... Yeah. They both could miss. Like, and again, one man was... There's a good chance he gets injured, like, so... Yeah, no, it's interesting, and it's fun. 
it's it's exciting. Yeah, for sure. And then two more. So seventeen, I think that's a no brainer. I don't think Fultz was that. He was a good prospect, but he wasn't. I think Scoot goes one in that draft. You take him over any of the top over Tatum. For, yeah, because Tatum, Tatum out of school was not. You know, I was thinking yeah. like, oh, Jabari Parker again, kind of, just based on Duke three four, nothing deeper than that. Um, and then finally, twenty sixteen with Ben Simmons. Because Simmons, if you remember, like, man, I remember being so hyped about him coming out, so it's hard to know. Do you remember, That's actually, a, was it actually a debate with Ingram? I don't, I feel like it wasn't. I don't think so. I think, again, it was kind of like, because Jabari was before, right? He was 2014 with Wiggins. Yeah, so it was kind of like, uh, just like a Duke swingman, you know, it's kind of, yeah, no, I think Simmons was pretty clearly. It was almost like he didn't really even need the tournament. He was a guy that would have definitely done the G League Ignite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he failed out of school or whatever, yeah. No, that's a that's a really good one. Man, um, too bad. That, that, like, um, yeah, that and the um, Cade one are both really good. Yeah. I, I'd probably go Scoot over Cade, but I might go Same. Simmons over Scoot. Yeah, because 6'10", it was like, I'm not going to get into it because I could go And you just assume he'd become a better shooter. It's always that. You can learn how to shoot, but you can't learn that passing and defensive ability. Like, that's something you just have. Yeah, which someone told him that a little too often. (laughs) Yeah. Not the the defensive thing you can learn how to become a better shooter, but, like, the shooting thing, definitely. Not to, you know, I'm just... Yeah, well, I mean, Ben wasn't even a great defender at school. It was all about not as much. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, you, it was there. Like, yeah, you could see it there. But the passing, like I always tell you, him and Daniel Rush are the yeah. two best college passers I've ever seen. So, um, yeah, okay. So I'm sure we'll talk about it more this season. But yes, for um, sure, I'll let you uh, get going here. Um, cool. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.